You can tell by the title of this particular podcast that it's a little different. What with the Tour de France, mindset change, and creative visualization, the three subjects we will discuss over tea today. I want to take you back to the year 1984. Actually, two years before that. In 1982, I had been studying hypnosis and taking coursework in hypnosis and I was interested in what creative visualization could do with athletic performance. I gave a program in Boulder, Colorado in early 83 I think. Among the things in that program I did with the group was demonstrate some hypnosis functions, some of the potentials that it would have. Well a young woman came to me and she was employed with the bicycling program in the city of Boulder and said that she had health problems but was a very high-ranking competitive cyclist and had just failed to make the U.S. Olympic team which she dearly wanted to do. Her health problems included a anemia that was very hard to pin down and treat And because of that anemia, she just didn't have the stamina required for bicycle racing. Well, uh, several months later, she got in touch with me and said her anemia was doing somewhat better, but that she was now being considered to join the first women's Tour de France team for the Tour of Women in 1984. She asked me to do some hypnosis with her that might enhance her performance. So I did. And she visited me three, four times, and each time I recorded a cassette tape of guided imagery, hypnosis, whichever you will, and provided them to her. And she went off to follow her career. And I had no more contact. I was busy doing my clinical practice, and she was busy busy bike racing. But then in late 1984, she got in touch with me and said, Did you hear the news? And I said, No, I didn't hear the news, but I knew you were raising. What's the news? And she said, I won the Tour de France. The whole thing. She explained that she had joined the Tour de France team, but with the provision that she was supposed to be a supporting role to the other riders and not be the premier one, because teams always work to get one person out in front. But she couldn't hold herself back. In particular, she found that she did extremely well on the climbs in the mountains in uh, France. When she climbed these mountains, uh, she found that she was being drawn forward. Well, a hypnotic message I left her with is that a strange thing will happen toward the end of the race, is that when you're going uphill, it's going to feel to you as if you're going downhill, and you won't be able to hold yourself back. I also said to her that when you are approaching the finish line, you're going to feel a powerful magnet draw you to the finish line even faster than you can go. 
And I also suggested that when she was in the peloton and needed to break out, that a luminous path would appear before her front tire, and she would follow that and break free of the peloton. Another couple things that I did with her is she had problems that a lot of people with that level of athletic training have with pain from injuries and so forth. And I said pain is a signal. It's a message and need not always be avoided. Sometimes you need to accept it as a message and go on. And she really incorporated this. Her name is Mary Ann Martin. And if you go and Google the name Mary Ann Martin or the Women's Tour de France of 1984, you will find pictures of her and her story. She and I really did not follow much after that. And only a year and a half ago did I decide to get in touch with her because I was beginning to wonder about using guided imagery in part of the program of helping people with Parkinson's disease to see whether it might have some beneficial effects as well. Guided imagery slash hypnosis. And she affirmed that she was benefited greatly and credits the making it over the hump and winning the tour to the effect of these recordings. She listened to them every day and sometimes twice a day while in Europe and before she got there. So we had a good conversation and I was really able to understand things in a different way. I then worked with a number of people using guided imagery and found that the imagery did not have as much effect on their Parkinson's as I would like. Now I've started looking back on it and I recognize something that is very pertinent to the subject I have been discussing with you all along and that subject is, is mindset. I listened to my hypnotic recordings for her and they weren't very good. And I recognized just recently that what happened is it wasn't the fact that she was in an altered state of consciousness it's that her mindset shifted. And instead of focusing on being anemic or barely making it, her mindset became one of victory. And it assumed victory. And that was the difference for her. And so it wasn't the magic of a hypnotic episode or episodes. It was the fact that the visualization caused her to experience a mindset shift. And that is what I am getting at with you, is that the prevailing mindset that we have with Parkinson's disease is very negative and harmful. And if we can incorporate an affirmative mindset and affirm that deepest levels of our brain, that is what changes the manifestation and symptoms of Parkinson's disease. So, gnaw on this a while, and I've got a couple more stories to tell you, which I'll tell you in the next couple of days. And hope you're having a wonderful day today. I'm having a good one, and we will chat soon. Mm-hmm.